morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Wednesday the 30th of August um, and with Andrew out in the States and Paul on holiday, it's David Scriven and I once again. David, how are you doing? Very good, thanks. I hope you are likewise. I think today is going to be a sort of a story of stocks uh, making big moves down and big moves up. So we'll start off with uh, Aramet, who's probably down somewhere in the region of 19% after the French miners has ceased operations in Gabon due to a reported uh, coup. Um, and they operate the Moendana uh, manganese project. Um, your thoughts on that, Ollie? Um, well, yeah, very hot off the uh, press. I think it's only on the um, BBC website an hour ago. But the incumbent president, I believe, won uh, a further term in the elections which has upset the military who have um, risen up perhaps with encouragement after the recent uh, coup in Niger. Um, obviously Aramet's um, a significant manganese producer so that may have a positive impact on the price if not a different uh, a bit of negative impact on Aramet's stock. So a um, couple of names that might benefit from this. Uh, Jupiter Mines is uh, producing manganese in South Africa. Um, they're listed on the ASX and uh, have paid a, a nice dividend for the last few years, but because they're in South Africa um, are, are heavily discounted and, and quite cheap, but an increase in the price might benefit them. Also, Gianni Metals in, in Botswana, which is a pre-production uh, manganese play on the, on the TSX. Very good. Thanks for those insights on that. And that's obviously something everybody will be keeping a, a keen eye on. Uh, moving on to other uh, news, Anglo-American announced the value of rough diamond sales for the seventh sales cycle of 23. And the value was 370 million versus what I think was the cycle seven in 2022 of 638. So your thoughts on that? Uh yeah, it's probably quite a significant decrease. Obviously, these are the provisional numbers, and um, Anglo will adjust them to final results in the in the coming week. So they're down ten percent on the last cycle, but as you mentioned, that's forty two percent lower year on year since um, February. Diamond prices have been pulling back quite sharply. Um, as demand has weakened amid weakening global economic conditions. So the reports that in June prices were about 20% below those February highs. But given that decline, there's also some indication that actual volumes were, were lower. Um, and we obviously can't compare to what extent the, the, the product mix was was like for like based on the information we've um, seen today. Um, if you compare it to last year's seventh uh, site, um, Anglo-American said that that was running steadily um, at 638 million and the seasonal weakness was to come in the next few um, months when Diwali happens 
Um, so perhaps last year was also unseasonably strong um, and or they're trying to cover up the, the weakness, saying that that's down to seasonality this year. Not not quite sure. Interesting. Well, we'll see what the, the final uh, news is on that, because as you say, it's provisional. Uh, moving on to Premier African Minerals, uh, Canmax entered in a conditional agreement to subscribe to uh, 5 million at 35 uh, pence. Um, and on completion of that going through, they'll own 17.4%. So your thoughts on that and Zulu? Uh, yeah, so obviously there have been quite a few news releases relating to funding and, and CanMax's uh, role in the in the project. They were just over 10% and now moving up to 7%, so further alignment um, of their um, interest. Um, this is a bit more working capital that should help them get to first production in November at 1,000 ton per month run rate of lithium concentrate production. Um, obviously, given the delays that have happened already um, and the inflationary environment we're in, it's not hugely surprising that the company wants to absolutely minimise any risk of further um, disruption. Um, but clearly, I think that's positive that CanMax have decided to support it so strongly. Yeah, definitely a good endorsement. And then, as I mentioned at the intro, with uh, uh, stock prices moving uh, dramatically, um, E3 Lithium opens uh, Alberta's first DLE plant. Now, the stock price of the last of the world has shot up from 2.6 to um, a high of $4. Um, Goldman thinks it's a game-changing technology. And your thoughts, sir? Um, well, it's. I mean, it shows you that if you hit your milestones and do what you say, you can buck the trend of uh, commodity prices and, and sentiment, which has obviously been downwards in lithium this year. Um, they'll obviously be trying to demonstrate that they can produce good quality lithium consistently from this pilot plant and rightly or wrongly um, this will be seen as a read through for other um, emerging DLE projects obviously you've got to be a little bit careful because different styles of um, different sub technologies for DLE can be relevant for different projects so it's not necessarily if it doesn't go right it's not necessarily going to be indicative that it's it's um, an issue for other daily projects, but I think investors will um, read through the success to the through the results rather to to the wider industry um, as DLE is still a an uncommercialized technology by and large, um, and yes, absolutely. Um, game ten, game changing potential if it if it can be successfully commercialised. Very interesting. So I think we ought to perhaps uh, wrap things up. Unless you'd like to add any further comments, 
Uh, well, there's just one rumour circulating on Twitter this morning, which is rather interesting. That, um, and I think picked up by The Australian, um, is that uh, Glencore, with backing from Sajex Capital, are looking to buy out Alita um, resources from administration. Alita um, was a spodumene producer until 2019 when it went into administration on the back of falling spodumene prices and it has been in the hands of the administrators since. Um, but there is a potential deal to acquire the, the debt, restructure it and relist it um, driven by Glencore, so want to want to keep an eye on in the in the coming weeks. Great, thanks very much. Thanks, David. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.